0: Hello? Hello, Berlin. How are you doing? There's today? banging. There's banging.
1: Yeah, it's not the the civic municipal banging that we had for a while. No. Um, it only just started when I got to the office this morning. And so far, it sounds like two men with rubber mallets hitting copper pipes and another one <laughs> spinning a lawnmower. In lazy circles, uh, I don't know what's happening, feet from where I am. But it's going to be fine. The problem is, Dan, it makes me feel vulnerable. Well, well,
0: I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, it is a vulnerable. You know, I can't inducing. control
1: my environment. When I, when you can't control your environment, this is why our our sweet lizard. We you know most nights he comes out and he hangs out with us. You know, in the evening, yeah, a little bit before bedtime, and uh, but I don't. I have to confess, I don't know a lot about bearded dragons, but one thing I, I feel like I know is that they like to be <laughs> under things, uh-huh. like they, to feel like there's the equivalent of like brush or shelter, okay? And that means he usually goes he, he looks at us, he goes, hmm. and he looks out at the sunset and he goes, hmm. and he goes, da, 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 And he comes down his little ramp, he's so cute. Yeah. And, and then he goes and he gets under a bunch of cables and he sits there, until so my wife has decided that it's his bedtime. Now, does he come out? When you say he comes out, do you
0: mean you bring him out, or he comes out on his own?
1: Uh, the former. Uh, he's in his uh, the technical term I think is a vivarium, which is hard for my mouth to say. Vivarium. Yeah, I sound like you could say tank, I guess, but I feel like I'm having some kind of a Tom Brokaw medical issue when I go vivarium. You go and you pick him up out of his vivarium, and, and you carry him out, and then he says hello to everybody, and we put, we got him a ramp and we have a ramp uh, from the floor to the window, and then we set him at the top of the ramp, and he looks out uh, on the Pacific Ocean, and and his face says this. It goes, hmm, hmm. And then he walks around a little bit, and uh, eventually, you know, it's his bedtime. But uh, no, he doesn't come out. Um, Only one time, I think, ever, ever, has it seemed like he expressed a desire to actually get out. Now, the thing you gotta watch for, we in the business called glass surfing, which is that when you're reptile, Uh, gets agitated for whatever reason. Wait, did you say
0: grass surfing?
1: Sorry, glass.
0: Glass surfing?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a a thing. Sometimes when they get keyed up, especially if they can see their reflection in the glass, there's something... We've come so far as a people, Dan. We have such better terms for everything. We do. There's so many things we don't say anymore. True. But when it comes to Bando, there's something that must be said, and that is that he is a lizard. Which means he literally has a lizard brain.
0: Right. He Unlike us, where we have a lizard brain kind of sometimes, he's got it all the time.
1: Yeah. And he's got, you know, my dog, it was explained to me recently by my kid that you got got eyes like a predator. You got eyes like prey.
0: Mm. Right. Because the predator eyes, they're the
1: front facing eyes. Prey eyes, sides. I think I can't speak for the whole kingdom of animals, but I think that's mostly true. So, like, a deer needs to be able to see to the sides because I guess that's where predators come from. But he's got, I mean, he's got like kind of like, I guess, prey eyes. And, and just to be clear, it's not a gecko. He can't do those cute things where his eyes move in all different directions. He's just not very smart. Um, we, we, we impugn? What's the word we look for? We, we apply a lot of personality to him that is ultimately non-existent, much like a, a, a baby, a dog, or other human beings. We see the things in Bando that we'd like to see. I I can't even prove that he's a dude. I don't care one way or another. I don't believe in a lizard binary title. (laughs) 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 I just just want them to be happy. (laughs) Um, But I'm sorry about the banging. He comes out and somebody gets under cables. Oh, my gosh. He crawled into a, a bin the other day, and it was so freaking cute. One of my organizational bins. It was so cute. But anyhow, <clears throat> what was my point in telling you all that? Bando, Bando comes out. Um what was it why was I telling you that? Did it, ha- did it have to do with the people with the mallets? I don't think so. Uh the hammering. Yeah. yeah. Hammering. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I don't like feeling oh yeah, vulnerable. You hide under cables. That's what I do too. Sometimes I'll get into, you know, an uh an Aquamill's bin. I'll just crawl in there just because it makes me feel less vulnerable. It's no fun to feel vulnerable, Dan. I don't like it. But, you know, when it's banging in here, yeah. and I don't have control over it, it makes me feel a little bit vulnerable. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Exposed. Um, exposed. Exposed. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dan, this is going to be an easy week for you, unless you have other plans you haven't told me about, because, um, because i got one thing to say this week. You ready for this? Just to indicate you. you, you
0: I mean, me. I'm waiting for that. I don't have a drum roll. I can't cue a drum roll. I'm
1: like excited. You could. To... I mean, you're an audio professional. You're <laughs> recording this, right? <laughs> yes, I am, and I'm ready to, to hear what you have to we'll uh, get you off this share. garbage app eventually. Yeah. Um, everything <laughs> must... <laughs> no, it's it's so much better. No, it really, it is really, truly garbage. It's garbage. Um, Dan, I'm going to say one thing. Everything must go. Everything must go. I've had it. I've been I've been racking up links for weeks well i'm always racking up links because you know i figure in the worst of cases um you know as like eisenhower said the general the president the man the the sufferer of uh, of crohn's disease he he says planning is everything the plan is nothing but planning is everything yeah and that's why I think when one is preparing to do any kind of, uh, of casting the pod, it's useful to have things kind of in your pocket that you can fall back on. And we are such an interesting folie adieu, uh, me and you, folie adieu, boo, 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 mm-hmm. that, that we rarely have to go into my backfill. But I have a bunch of stuff I wanted to mention, and it may or may not interest you, but you could sit there and you could uh, work on some code, or you could read Chaucer. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to just run through a, a lot of things I think our, our listeners might enjoy.
0: I would love to hear that. I mean, I'll, I'll sign up for that. Where do I sign up?
1: Over. Are hey you there? Yes. I can't tell what's going on here. It sounds like somebody's banging on copper pipes with, with a rubber mallet. I've got a rubber mallet. I should, I should say, have a little fire, Scarecrow. Give them some bang and see how they like it. Yeah. I used to do that. I used to be a terrible person, Dan. Um, I'm a pretty bad person now, but I used to be a really terrible person. What changed? And what changed? Yeah. I don't know probably just my own perception of myself i got a real inflated feeling about how good i am oh no. <laughs> but for example there's, there's a gal that used to live next door to me in a college the next room over who was a fellow fan of the smiths like so many of us in 1986 and um and sometimes you know she's a, she's a little morbid mordant not goth exactly but you know and she, she would um, play <laughs> something like Meet is Murder. She'd come home and play the, the, the Meet is Murder record, which is not their best record. And, uh, and she'd play it kind of loud and it would bug me a little bit. I would play my copy of Meet is Murder a few milliseconds ahead of where she was playing it and louder. Isn't that an awful thing to do? Yeah. Do you, mm-hmm. do you have swallows there in your part of California, the bird swallows? Well, it depends what's your budget. A lot of times they're going to want um, a swallow. I think is a very popular English bird, and I don't know if we have swallows. We do have crows. Crows so big. You think they're ravens? And I know you got grackles. Tell me about uh, swallows. Well, this is a recent problem. I'm going to just. I'm going to periodically try to mute. If you think it's not helping and it's actually no, I game, leave. Don't
0: mute. There's no reason to mute. It's kind of adds and it's like an NPR thing, and I don't think anyone's bothered by it. I kind of
1: like it. Okay. It reminds you of the old times, back when they used to have the civic municipal bank. Yes, I love those times. Mm-hmm. Those are good times.
0: So I swallows. have swallows will come and they mm-hmm. will build. They they basically they pick up dirt and they spit and they make. A nest out of spit. Oh, like, and a, dirt. like a
1: hornet's nest type thing, except like, with one birds. Of those cool, in it. like paper mache looking thing. You know not i talking about, though, right? It, that's exactly what it does. Those it, are so badass.
0: These aren't. They, they actually aren't, but oh. um, they're they look disgusting. Whereas the insects Opa, I, make something I'm that, for,
1: swallow. I'm sorry, real quick, swallow nest is what it's called.
0: Yeah. Okay. And um, <clears throat> and I'll I'll actually send you a picture of I'd one
1: that, that I just found. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, these are terrifying! Yeah, that's oh, what I'm I, don't, I don't even have that Mac Pro disease, and this freaks me out.
0: Yeah. Oh my God! Quit yeah. banging!
1: It's got the for people who have tr- 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 Triscodeca-Nicophobia, Oh my God, this is terrifying! These patterns. Oh, I can't wait to send this to Alex Cox. They're gonna hate yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Oh, Dan, these are horrible and the little heads stick out. Yeah. yeah. Does this happen to you? Well, the thing is,
0: they have, um, they have these in there's one in the back of the house here and i got rid of it completely and i bought these special like spikes that you put in that they're supposed to keep them from doing it and i bought these pinwheel things that spin in the wind and make a sound to keep them from doing it and then they came back anyway and they incorporated the spikes into their nest and used them as like Tent poles to sort of
1: build their. That is a giant middle finger to the Benjamin household.
0: It was rude. And so now I have. For the foundation, dummy. Yes. And I had Mm -hmm. these guys living in the the back. And then the problem is this from the time that the babies leave the nest to the time that they lay the next clutch of eggs is about 45 minutes. So (laughs) you're. Faster than a rabbit, you're saying? Way faster. Quick turnaround time. And the problem with that, of course, is I don't. You know, I have no problem like eating an entire cow, but I don't want to mm-hmm. kill a baby bird directly. I don't want to do that right. directly. Like if I was like um, Survivor Man, like living on the island, and I stumbled across some eggs, I would definitely kill them and eat them and whatever. That's fine. But I feel like the with the bountiful amount of food in my fridge, literally fifteen feet away from the birds, it feels wrong to to kill them. And certainly, I get I'm not that. I get that. It.
1: it feels a little bit. Um, it makes you feel probably a little bit like a like a bully.
0: Yeah And so I have I try to get that 45 minute window in, And then I'll get out there And I'll destroy the nest uh-huh. And without any of the babies or, bur- or eggs in it And then they'll come back And they'll be like What's up? What's up? No nest And then I'll be like You're right there's no nest Mm-hmm. so i thought that i proof bird proofed it
1: And it doesn't seem like you know i i realized this this ha- is, is <laughs> and always has been part of war <laughs>
0: <Nice images. laughs> this is and always has
1: been part of war is the psychological effect you're bringing down morale as with when you're a terrible child like me and you used to destroy anthills you feel so powerful and you're like haha that'll show you and like before you're done destroying it they're already rebuilding yeah right you can't you can't take these guys off the game. What I sent to Dan is a picture of some some terrifying swallows in one of these little mud mud dens, but th- which for some reason reminds me of when uh when Jake had kids on adventure time it it does it does well and I got I to remember what are their names? It's been a while. I am really got wait. charlie jake jr t v viola okay oh, Kim Kilquan. <laughs> What a great show okay. So So, anyway, I've got these. So you're gonna go. You're doing psychological warfare on the swallows, which is a terrific guided by voices EP, and you're trying to like say, "I'm gonna take a chunk out of you." Ah, but like, and and is that no? Is that a photo, a personal photo you sent me? Is that a a parent swallow? It is not my
0: own swallows. It is though. That is exactly what. It looks oh, like... I see,
1: but it's like, this is. if this were at your house, this would look similar. Like, if I went out back and took a picture and sent you this, you would think it was the same it's thing. It's such I an ingenious thing, because what we're, we're being silly about this, but what this bird has done, when Dan's describing getting dirt and spitting it, it's similar to the way, uh, at least like I understand it, that you would make, like, an igloo or maybe a beaver dam, what? like, how you're able to... Or think, or the way that uh, tradespeople make stone walls in Rhode Island, and they're not much more evolved than a bird, let's be honest. <laughs> They're not. It's fine. It's nice. I just I, I'll go for a week, but I don't want to be there all summer. No. Um, but but by, by by doing this, I don't know if this will be show art, But we'll put something in notes. They build up a wall. I, when I say like an igloo, like when I was a kid, you basically making it your own little igloo out of uh, snowballs, like bricks. They're using like spit dirt bricks. That's exactly right. But It's, it's makes astonishing.
0: It's, yeah, it's gross. And these okay. things
1: will build this and fortified by twigs and whatnot.
0: Yeah, whatever they can find. God, this is incredible. And so then they lay the babies, the babies grow, and then instantly there are more eggs, and then a few weeks later, more babies. And I think they're probably doing like at least a dozen babies over the course of whatever their season is. And then I'll destroy it. But I didn't do a good enough job of proofing it, obviously, even though I did everything. Okay. And now, yeah, the other day, I saw that there was another set of them building a nest in the front of the house now oh no a different a completely different set you have an and eastern
1: I, front and a western front now so and i what?
0: also noticed that going, that going in my in my neighbor's <laughs> house oh, in man. their little vent where like the
1: dryer <clears throat> blows out you know i bet this i can imagine this i'm not a home they're living aunt. in that now i could imagine this causing damage or being a source of something related to damage because like you know like ants for yeah. example we just our ant season is now almost permanent Look, like, yeah. we've got ants. We've had ants two times this year. Now that you're not supposed to have ants, apart from the time you do get ants, which is rainy season. Yeah, it's not rainy season, Dan. And we got the ants. We got ants in the bedroom. Ants in the halls. Ants at supper time. You know, we got ants everywhere. Um, and uh, I could see. Oh my goodness! They just did. They add a third. Did you add a third man? <laughs> kind of just keeps going, doesn't it? Right yeah. on, like, what What yeah, we yeah. say? It's about eighty BPM probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's generally four four time but occasionally it'll be a of five four with a rest then applied six you know like a little bit of genesis turning on again but not that you could dance to um but i could see some damage like when and the reason i say that about ants is like once you got stuff in your walls buddy woof and in this case, the, 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 what do they call? Is that called uh, fascia and soffit? I've never. That's a term I've always heard. Soffits, the, yeah, they're kind of under the, the soffits, yeah, yeah. Is that part of the roof? Part of the? Uh, and what about a cornice? Is cornice different? Like a game hen? A game hen is from Wales, and mm-hmm. if you're, but if you're Cornish, you could also be just somebody who enjoys corn. I'm Cornish. And so a second one, a second front started. Were they collaborating? Were they competing? Was it just the uh, CGP Gray says the law of large numbers? How so many swallow? Do you suppose? I, um. How'd you get some? Okay, never mind. Keep I going. don't. I... Keep going. I'm sorry, Dan. I literally have work people doing. I'm sitting here looking at these godforsaken birds. Banging away, I have no idea why you're talking to me about swallows, and I'm trying to play with you in the space. Yeah. No, but it's... I feel very vulnerable, if I'm being honest. Well, exposed? I don't see, I say vulnerable. Mm. I've been having a very vulnerable period. Mm. And uh, the anxiety and the, and the, now they seem to be sawing with what sounds like your mom's yardstick. It's not a saw, it's a sawing motion. Oh, you know what it is, Dan. What? I bet it's one of those improv troops you hear about in San Francisco. It's a construction improv group. It's called Yes and Construction. huh. LLC. LLC. Well, you don't forget that. Don't forget that. It's a shell corporation and a shell game, if you ask me. Uh, you were talking <laughs> about birds. Yeah. Uh, Fresh and Soffit, Flotsam and Jetsam, uh, Rosencrantz, and Guildenstern. Yes. Okay, so that must be frustrating, Dan.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it can be a little frustrating. And so what I did was I, I took a shovel... <laughs> Well, I first, I, I saw that these guys were building the one in the front. And I knew, I knew that they were not they hadn't laid eggs yet because they were still building this thing. You could tell it was only half built. Okay. And so you, what's nice about it is you can take a shovel. Do you have any of those flat shovels? Not the curved kind, but like yep. the flat kind. You yep. just take a, a one of those. A spade,
1: right? Isn't that called a spade? Wait, no one I don't say that anymore. I call a spade
0: a spade. But.
1: Well, you know. I I, you use it as a club if you wanted to. but so um, I, I just
0: slide that against the wall, and the whole nest will just pop right off.
1: Scraper, a scrape
0: a scraper, and then they go. The birds, they don't seem to like this for some reason.
1: Oh, see, and then they got, just got sort opinion of on everything, don't they?
0: And then what they do? So now what they're doing is the husband and wife that are sitting. They sit now on the edge of the um, the gutter and alongside the roof. They just sit on like a little perch and they look at you. And they just they just watch you now. They're just sitting there. Do
1: you have a feeling about what they're? Because sometimes, angry. again, like with my lizard, when my lizard looks at the sunset over the Pacific Ocean, yeah. his face makes this this sound. He goes hmm. And and those birds, do you think what are they saying? Are they saying really? I mean, they seem or are conspirational are they saying, or
0: conspiratorial. Oh, the they, way the
1: crows look at the Roderick family. Yes, and the, these guys, they
0: will periodically when they see me, they will take off and they will start like like flying in big circles and making a different kind of a sound. But I don't think it's that they know me. Like, you know how crows like can learn to identify uh, a person? I surely do. Absolutely. These guys, I don't think they're that smart. I think they just see a person mm. coming in and out. But now they're just there all the time looking at you. And it's that,
1: That's the soft racism of diminished swallow expectations. <laughs> Which okay, also yeah. is, as it happens, a very good Stereo Lab record. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, but do you feel, does that, does that dim your ardor to spade them hard? Or are you still going to go scrape a, scrape a, scrape a? I am going to continue to, to
0: if, they try, if they're stupid enough to try and rebuild it, I uh-huh. will continue to scrape it off. Oh, maybe, maybe
1: you'll make them watch you. I this is like what happens. This is it. what happens. This is what happens. When you find a stranger in the Alps. When you feed a soldier scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And they inseminate the eggs, is that right? Mm-hmm okay but that's now, that's the now main if you thing needed to substitute eggs in that case mm-hmm. hard pass mm. I would go for the nanas mm. if you have to make your brownies you like yeah I, I think
0: eggs I don't recommend that I was able to eat more of they should of it, say chicken eggs specifically like instead of a duck egg yeah or like a scotch egg like a duck egg is one of those things when you you think about the idea of it you're like well ducks well, I like ducks who doesn't like ducks I like ducks. And then you think, okay, the eggs should be good, right? Cause it's a duck, yeah. ducks are good. Ducks are good, eggs are good, duck good. Good. Ducks eggs would be good, but they're yeah. horrible.
1: Are they really? Have you not had one? I'm trying to think if I have, I, I can't specifically, you know what freaks me out you Dan? You would and know, this is, no, but This you is how the know. human mind works. This is how, how dumb my human mind is yeah. and how dumb the English language is in my particular human mind. And it would be sort of like, hey, well, guess what for lunch. And like, you're like oh, you know, why don't we go, let's go eat some birds. I'd be like, what? Let's go eat some birds. What an odd thing to say. But you think about it, you eat chicken all the time. Chicken's almost the canonical food in a lot of ways. What's it taste like? It tastes like bird. Yeah. But uh, we do the, that We the Duck egg all the time. Is, does
0: not taste like that. Okay, duck right. egg noted, is, uh... very well I, In noted. fact, I know you have a show where you I are do. supposed to go and do things. But oh, I see, I would like a
1: topic or a challenge, as you say. I wouldn't say this is either a
0: topic or a challenge, but a suggestion. Try a duck egg if you can get one. Should we steal it fresh out the nest?
1: I don't think it's going to help. But it shouldn't be very old. However, because some people like those eggs that you can get those eggs that are really, really old. You know about that? I'm not talking about like Romans, like the thousand like, year egg. From- yeah. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because yeah. a lot of people can say, oh, late capitalism. That's the kind of thing. You go to the vomitorium. A lot of people don't understand a vomitorium is not a place where you go to vomit. A vomitorium is part of a of, of stadia. Did you know that? The game? A lot of people didn't know that. No, like you'll know a vomitorium once you know what it is. You go to a stadium, like say you go to a high school stadium, and you know that little hallway. Like um, like when we go see the Warriors at Chase. You go in through this oh, little yeah. tunnel, and then you're in the seats, and you can see them doing their little dance and everything. The vomitorium is a little hallway mm-hmm. between where you are and where you're going. Mm-hmm. It gets you to your seat. You know the thing, is there a name <clears> that throat> maybe throat>
0: some of our audience will chime into this is there okay. a name?
1: i don't know how they would
0: for they have a mallet the phenomenon of when you walk through a doorway or a threshold you forget
1: the thing that you were thinking about i think it's called believe it or not this is look it up google this before i have a chance to okay. i think it's called the threshold effect as soon as you walk into a room you forget why you're there what is the threshold effect and what is
0: it an effect in a dependent variable that does not occur until a certain level or threshold is reached in an independent variable, oh, for example, the drug that may could be no wrong. at all. Until there's a certain also a phenomenon with the, threshold with the donor. N- okay.
1: It. Oh, so we sound like you're praying a little bit. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm, I, I thought that's what it was called. But yeah, the thing of entering a room and boy, that's just my life now. Um, but then there's also stuff like, you know, back when you would actually see a doctor, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> instead of just the, you just <laughs> zoom an advice front, nurse. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that sounds very uncomfortable. Ice or heat, the affected area. I am nurse. Um, but the, where, where it isn't until the doctor puts the hand on the doorknob to leave. Um, that's when you like say stuff. because uh, apparently it's a thing they train doctors on, or MDs at this point is like, you know, I don't you know what? I don't care. How are you gonna get rid of these birds? So that's what I want to know. Have you ever I, got, I got a lot of a lot of stuff I'm gonna clear out today. Have you ever? Today I'm gonna settle all the family a little bit of a little bit
0: of a gone into a doctor and pretended to have something wrong with you just to see if if they would diagnose it.
1: Oh, yeah. John Mulaney has a very funny story about that, about how, sp- how you can, you know, get drugs if you say you've got these certain kinds of problems, but you got to be careful. I went to, a doc- I went to doctors for a while saying, hey, I got the ADHD, mm-hmm. you know? But Didn't you did, take. or you do. Well, now everybody knows that. I mean, at one point I did actually, before it was popular to do so, I did actually do the gestures broadly gesture to, to this, this particular Physician, mm-hmm. and, and what makes you think you have ADHD? And I did the gestures broadly gesture. What which is that last- gestures broadly gesture? Oh, 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 oh! Like on Twitter, when somebody says, "Oh, quite a day with uh, this," gestures broadly, like every like everything's a garbage fire today, that kind yeah. of thing. Oh, right? yeah. oh And in okay. my case, it was go ask go ask any of the people who read my website. Does does the publisher of the folder site have ADHD? I think a touch, maybe a bit, maybe he might have a kiss of distraction. Uh, He seems like he might. And of course, somewhat famously at this point, she says, well, why don't you drink more water or take more walks? Because she's the personal physician to uh, Chekhov. Chekhov's gun. Full power captain. On the Wessel. <laughs> I love Quessel. when he says Wessel. Quessel. We've been debating internally whether there should be. We love the Star Trek movies, the um, Kelvin movies. And, uh, well, two of them are better than the other one. But talking about those and, like, you know, and I personally, we're a household that honors and loves, you know, uh, what's his name? Anton Yeltsin. So good in Green Room. Did you ever see Green Room? No. Oh, sh- we got to talk about this. Green Room. Okay. Um, but, like, should they, make, should they make more of those movies, you think? if they, Should they get a different uh, green, check off? Green Room? Well, no! There's a, there's three. No, I, I have to tell you, Merlin. This is a this is a. Thing but that's the me. guy he did. He did Blue Ruin, and he did Green Room. It's that one guy. There's I one saw guy. all of those movies. You, wait, you did see Green Room,
0: not Green Room. The other ones, the stars. in that, the in that. He's
1: really good. Oh, the Kelvins. Okay.
0: And I, I do not, I do not like that continuity, and I do not okay. like that universe. I was glad to see Spock. Spoilers.
1: But, oh, when he goes into the
0: education hall? Yeah, I liked, I liked I that. I didn't mean the way they push little kids into education halls.
1: But I just, I
0: feel like... <laughs> Get in your school bowl. <laughs> was it a reboot? Was it not yeah. a reboot? Yeah. It brought things in from the old one, so it technically isn't a, a reboot. The characters are different. I don't know. There was there were things... Budget of, for
1: Lens Flares was Yeah,
0: high. that's what people say. But I feel like the whole the whole movies in general it was fun if you don't think of them as star trek movies and just as as sci-fi movies they're fine they're mm. fine but for me mm. star trek is a okay. certain thing and that was you not think it's, that.
1: But, okay i, I unsurprisingly the last thing that i'm going to do in the year of our lord 2022 is argue on the internet about star trek yeah. believe it or not i take your point so you see, did you see blue ruin no Okay, there's a guy who's a director, and there's a guy who is the lead or almost lead in most of his movies. And there's another one that might have a color. There's Blue Ruin, Green Room. Green Room is. We should talk about that in the after show. Um, And what, wait, we're going to follow up about birds, doity boids, and how you're going to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. You got two different sets, they got you coming and going.
0: Well, now just hopefully just the there's the watchers and there's the sitters. Mm-hmm. And the watchers are out front, sitters mm-hmm. are out back. Who
1: sits on the sitters? <laughs> <laughs> really makes you think. This this Jake is so cute. Look how cute they are, Kim Kilwan. And that's with um uh, uh Unicorn, uh a Rainbow wait. God, I can't believe how much I've already forgotten about Adventure Time. Except for the feelings. The feelings I remember. But there's a lot of details about Adventure Time that I've already dropped on the floor and I hate it.
0: Princess, what's her name? Rainicorn? Princess Rainicorn? Princess Rainicorn. There's Princess Bubblegum. Oh, no, but I mean Jake's the mother of the, yeah, rain- uh, of rain- the babies. Yeah, Rainicorn. Yeah, the yeah. Cur- uh, she speaks Korean.
1: Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, yeah. And she's actually a person on the show. Doesn't she like an animator or illustrator or something? I don't know. Um, those are all good. We're going to talk about, oh, I got to write down Green Room. Maybe they're changing the heads on their hammers right now in their mouths. Oh, this might be a perfect time for you to tell me about something you like. Oh, you know what? I could, I could tell you. Why
0: don't I just tell you about? Uh, hold on, Squarespace, Merlin. Oh,
1: Squarespace, Merlin.
0: Squarespace, Merlin. Squarespace. This read was updated March seventh,
1: two thousand and twenty-two. Oh, oh, is this where you get to pick sections that you like? I get to pick what mm. I want to talk about. I, I usually do content creator, but I try not to say. Content. Well, first, I would
0: like to tell you what Squarespace is. It is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You stand out with a beautiful website, and they are beautiful. Engage with your audience, sell anything, your products, content you create, and even your time, Merlin. But here's something I haven't, I don't think we've talked about this one, because this is like a choose-your-own-adventure type situation where I get to pick the path that I want to go on. And the one I want to pick today is called appointment scheduling.
1: Yeah, this is this is pretty new. It's new to me anyway. New to me also. And like, oh my gosh, what is going on with this? It's so crazy. So, if you're like maybe you're a personal trainer, or you do
0: consulting services, or really anything where you have appointments, you know, you could be, you know, Merlin, maybe someone they're like you. They're like a general contractor. You're just going to go out. We to just do went an to the estimate.
1: mall. My, my kid and I went to the mall and on uh, Sunday. To, to get some supplies and hang out and yeah. get a get a nerd Wetzel stuff, Wetzel probably, dog
0: if I was going to guess
1: yeah oh no we did a lot of nerd stuff yeah. I got some I got some bike accessories <laughs> I got I had my first Wetzel's hot nerdy. dog yeah we went mainly for Lego but they didn't have the Lego we wanted nerd. and uh, we didn't even go to the Apple store went to the Android store <laughs> our mall is basically <laughs> our mall has turned into a flea market yeah. it is falling apart at the seams uh, it's got it's like a swap shop. It, no, seriously, it's like every time I go, I end up texting my wife and saying like, "I cannot believe this really is like an increasingly not that nice indoor flea market. Everything's empty. They've basically got a GameStop and a bathroom, <laughs> and 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 like and there's coffee, and they, they don't even have a hot topic. They got off-brand weird stores. They got a limited like, but like it's just really the bloom is off the rose. Mm. If it weren't for Sports Basement Target you know, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, the Stonestown Galleria. Well, Apple Store, obviously. You say, Anchor tenant used to mean you got a store at the end. Now it means, like, the reason anybody goes to the mall, to visit any of the six different fix-your-iPhone screen kiosks outside the uh. Apple Store. They're like, uh, what do they call uh Rebecca Demore. What are those eels called? It's like that. Demore, right? So we went there. My point is, Dan, if you want to do something that involves eyebrows or nails. You need to go to the Stonestown Galleria yeah. because down in the little like sub arms and no shade, no lemonade, but we're not talking about the heart of Westeros here. I'm talking about, you've got some real outside lands down those hallways where there's no stores anymore. At the very, very, very end, there'll be a nail place, a different nail place, an eyebrow place, no shade, no lemonade. People have needs. And what you're telling me is if I get a Squarespace site and I want to, I want to thread the needle with somebody's eyebrows, they could come in and say, do me right i can stick it as you say schedule, right. schedule schedule my, my my nail art yes that's the whole thing you can schedule so here's how this thing works you, you okay you it has
0: basically it's just like online booking online scheduling you just add hmm. it to your site so clients can go on they can see your availability they can reschedule their appointments if they want to you don't have to manage this stuff it's not like well can you meet at this time send an email no it's just done it just happens then you show up and you that's that's hard to
1: do, Dan, and that's the kind of thing where like I don't want to throw anybody under the bus or even like a potential competitor, but there are companies inside, let's say for example, the restaurant industry that have filled that void over the last twenty years with usurious products, mm-hmm. and like in this case, it sounds like Squarespace isn't trying to screw you over; they're no. trying to screw you under. No, they're not trying to screw you. What Square is Squarespace trying to do? They're trying to get your art on nails and eyebrows everywhere. That's right. That's their main goal. That's sort of mm-hmm. their
0: mission statement. Build it beautiful. Yeah. So if you are ready to do this, whether you want to start a new business, I'm or ready. whatever the thing is that you want to do, you, you want to get started and you
1: want to use Squarespace for this. Don't like, try to build a website. So you can do newsletters around. and stuff now too.
0: Yeah.
1: You can send stuff to places. Yeah. They've got the SEO. they got it all. they got it every, They got everything.
0: You yeah. don't have to patch or upgrade anything. It's not like you're running your own server. They've got 24-7 <clears throat> award-winning customer support. It's you never have to play a hot fix? Nope. You ever
1: have to do a hot fix? Nope. Huh. Well, what about zero days? You got it. Do you ever have to... No, exploit they handle a that. Zero they day? handle
0: that on the minus one day. Whoa. I know. Okay.
1: Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Huh. So, so a pretty good deal. It's your show.
0: Well, here's... Yeah. Here's what they want you to do. They want you to go to squarespace.com slash it's your show. And then when you're ready to sign up, you can save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain by entering the promo code itsyourshow. your show. Without the spaces, this is a thing that you don't uh-huh. put spaces in there anymore. Anyway. <clears throat> hmm. So that's <clears throat> it. Uh, so go to squarespace.com slash your show promo code. It's show to save
1: 10% off your first
0: purchase of a website or a domain. And, uh, that's it. Thanks very much to Squarespace for making this show possible. Merlin, and Xavier, man.
1: Um, buck, Hey, seriously, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I made a soup of that because we have fun with Squarespace because they're good to us. And, uh, I'm very grateful for their support of the show, but I'm also really grateful for what they've made over the years, what they've made for me to make with. And it's such a a fine line, uh, not between stupid and clever, but such a fine line. Like, I, 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 I will occasionally find myself saying, you know, you maybe don't want your entire presence in the world to be a little shingle you've hung out on somebody's social media site. No. Now, it might sound contradictory for me to say that and then turn around and say, well, yeah, but Squarespace can help you with that. But I think Squarespace, like some other companies I admire a lot, the benefit of that company is they kind of don't want anybody to even necessarily know it's them. They're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you do stuff with Squarespace, it, it really is yours. Um, I mean, you pay for it and stuff, but it's not, they're not doing this to. Benefit off you promoting them; they're you're benefiting off you promoting you, right? Wow. Yes. Pulled that one right out of the fire, I didn't love I? That, that was a good one. All right, how are we doing on time? I can't tell what this thirty-three twenty-eight Ugh, all right. or something like that.
0: So, I, I anyway, wrapping up that story about the birds. I'll Holy just keep you up god, to date. Dan! I'll just is this going
1: to date. be every week from now on? Yeah, because I'm going to check in every you week. you did it last week too. Yeah. there were remarks about people that you're. What's happening with Dan? What yeah. are we doing here? What are the swallows? Yeah. Is I'll it going to be a swallow spot now? We're just going to be like a regular bit. We'll just check in on them. I think there's I guess everything's not going to go. A couple, three things might go. Jiminy in,
0: in the back one, but. Uh, so I have to oh, tell you, I have to tell you something. You'll get this. Is for, you'll get this. Oh you'll my this. God.
1: You're, do you need me for this one?
0: No. Um, <gasps> so. I don't know why I'm here. There is a, like, for the, for the eighth graders in my kids' school. Um, they are going to have like a thing where the graduation, the, the boys and the moms are having like a, a mother son day that's sort of somehow orchestrated by this school.
1: Ooh, that's emotionally complex.
0: And there, and so it's like, that's as a group, complex
1: in so many ways, I don't know where to begin as a
0: group. They're all going to a theater to see a movie and then eating a lunch or vice versa, something like that. Anyway,
1: mummy dearest.
0: So here's the thing. This is something I think you're, you're going to like, this is just an email that just came in Oh jeez! and they're talking about the movie and the movie that they're going to see is Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Mm. And so here's the notes about this. Every mom's favorite. I want to show this though. The film is PG 13. I've heard back from a few folks that there are some darker elements in this film, (laughs) these include some violence, some darker magic elements, Use of evil for good, and even, ironically, a mother son relationship—that is weird. And so he's giving permission you're, you're for people to opt a out whole now.
1: other thing here about the way that our beloved schools and educators communicate, yeah. which is really interesting and a little frustrating to me. Yeah. Now, okay, there's a thing we like to say on the Do By Friday program: don't give the internet puzzles. <laughs> Like don't 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 be cute about something that's gonna make somebody go be a creep about you. Don't give the internet puzzles. Can I just say that if you're somebody who went to college and stuff, and you describe a movie as having magic and being a little bit weird, yeah. I mean, this is not. You know what? I can't believe I'm participating in this little game of yours. It's like when it says at the beginning of a show on Netflix, and my family we call them tags, and we count up how many tags. Oh, look at this episode of the Boy. It's got six tags. It's got violence. It's got gore. Like. Uh, whose idea is it to use a w- the word language? Well watch out in this Netflix episode there's language and I know you're out there you're real smart you've got like an associate's degree and you're like, oh Merlin, actually what they're trying to say is maybe there's cussing in it. okay why didn't you say cussing curse words or like w- w- first of all I'm just I'm sorry like I am almost an English major. And when somebody says there's language in this movie, I would say, well, okay. I mean, unless it's like that French movie made out of stills on a beach, unless it's Andalusian dog, unless it's a silent movie, it probably does have language. Okay, why are you being such a pill about this? I'll tell you why. My family had extremely specific guidelines, I won't call them rules, when our child was very young. We could be real on the bubble about something. And like, I would benefit from the specificity of knowing um, okay, hey, you know maybe you want to skip this Batman movie because spoilers: the parents die in an alley. And if you have issues in your family, uh, you know, th- of somebody that would, would find that, you know, traumatic. Right. And you're saying you don't want to
0: explain what that is because that becomes a spoiler. But language is not Dan, really a Dan spoiler. If you right? pull
1: up a Netflix show and and let's say let's say you've got a pretty smart six year old, which most of them are, thank God. Yeah, let's say you got a pretty smart six year old, and you're really on the bubble. Yeah, and you're thinking. Mm, I mean, like you, you you're you seem to be mostly pretty permissive about stuff like violence. But like, for example, in my family, at least amongst my friends, somewhat famously, it's okay to shoot a stormtrooper, that you know whatever. But like, we don't do personal violence. The threat of sexual assault, assault at knife point is not going to be a thing we watch with our six year old. And that was, and that's what it always was. So it would be really useful to know Dan, Dan, let's say you're sitting down, you're tucking in for, for an evening with the family and you pull up a show and it says uh, 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 adult situations and language. Yeah. Oh, it's got adult situations, huh? I mean, divorce is an adult situation. For sure, yeah. Losing a job is an adult situation. You know, um, obviously the kinds of things that, for example, Amy on Veep says, those are, that's very language. Hmm. But, like, if you wanted to tell me something that would be useful to me, like, let's say my kid is very scared of llamas, warn me that there's a llama in the movie. There's a whole website about whether the dog dies. You know, there's a whole website where they used to say, do, do any animals die in this movie because my kid and I hate movies where animals die. Mm-hmm. That's helpful. I, that just uh, Weird, Dan. Oh, what does that change? Does that change anything for you? Weird. Are you worried? Worried there might be some weirdness breakout because of the weird in the yeah, movie? It's going to be weird. What in the hell there. does that mean? It's going to be weird in there. You took to, what did you What did you take time away from to write me an email about how this dumb movie somebody selected is weird? Not that it's dumb, but like there's be- I mean, why wouldn't you go see that uh, that Everywhere I Once movie? I want to see that would be more fun. You get to read. It's got subtitles. I really want to see that movie. Oh my god, the banging! A lot back. of people seem to enjoy that one. Some of the communication stuff. I don't know, man. I sometimes wonder if it's generational. Now, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm obviously we're just having fun with this here, but allowing jokes to leave the room. I do sometimes feel like there is a somewhat generational difference in communication, or maybe it's, who knows? Maybe it's just composition, like how we feel about life. But I do feel like people of a generation and a half younger than I am do like an excess of certain kinds of communication, like check-in communications and texting. And I only say this because it comes up a lot. Like somebody like my friend Alex really likes when people like DM them and say, How are you doing? And blah 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 blah. And mm. I've tried to make the case that I, I appreciate the idea of that, but I find it a burden to deal with that at scale and ultimately not useful at all. What what I what I want as this particular guy, and I'm not gonna say the two words, but You know, like I had to get some work done on my bike. And so I very I I did a thing I always do, which I wrote a great subject line. Yeah. So, like, you know, question like, uh, replacement battery for my particular uh, bike, blah, blah. And then, So here's what I do, and and, uh, I hope this doesn't annoy people. I like when people do this. I might have invented this. Yeah. So it begins, before I even do a greeting, in bold at the top of the Gmail, it says shorter, colon. My battery's not taking a charge, and I think I might need a new one. Can you help me with that? Longer. Hey, name a person. I was that guy that was in the other day, and then we talked on the phone, and blah, blah, blah. So if all that person, if that person instantly knows who I am, I'm not going to make them serve themselves a word salad Just because I like typing. Yeah. But you never know. Is that email going to be passed on to somebody else who may not be familiar with the situation? You don't have to clot up the super valuable top eighth of a message with garbage before you ever get to the good part. This used to be a big in the inbox zero days. This is something I used to say a lot because ultimately all we can do is try to send better email. We can't make other people do better email. But like if you really treat this like, almost like an art like what is the most artful and unambiguous way for for somebody to instantly understand why i'm contacting them why you know but that's important to me like why are you contacting me sure no no not not that i'm being a jerk here but like in that case oh i get this email from the school is it is it a COVID outbreak uh is it crabs is it testing is it uh, TikTok challenges, all the kinds of extremely important stuff that we get 35 emails a day about? Like, uh, okay, why, why am I contacting you? It should be clear. And, and again, this is subtle, but like I need to, now I'm not just going to like say, here is why I'm contacting you. I need to communicate so clearly that you instantly understand to the extent possible why I am contacting you. Right? That's several things why I am contacting you and what I would like you to do about it and then any constraints that are important. That's how you, that's why you contact people saying a movie is weird. Okay. Well, is there a form that I go to if I want to pick a less weird movie? Do I now, because you've given me information, I'm going completely on the information you gave me, right? Your information you gave me is there's magic and it's weird. Now I, you contacted me about that now, why and what am I supposed to do as a result, given you took the time to send this to hundreds of people? What do these hundreds of people do with this extremely valuable new weird information? Do, am I supposed to like let you know if I don't want my kid to go? Am I supposed to contact you if I still want to go to the dance but not to the movie? Can I get a partial refund for this and not that? Does it screw anything up because I was going to be the ride for these three kids? Am I overstating this? Only a little bit, but not really. Not really. I don't think people often enough think through, and I'm not even trying to be like Mr. Big Time, I'm, I'm time constrained slash busy guy. I'm just saying like, there's, there's there, it just I, I what is this in service of? What should change in the world as a result of this? You contacted me. What do you want me to do about this? It drives me bananas, Dan. But then, what what are you
0: going to do? I mean, what's the end? What's the end solution for you?
1: I would make it all about the kid. Yeah, and I would find out the kid's interest in that. Mm -hmm. And I think. On the one hand, if it's something the kid was really jazzed about and we get to go like hang out with friends and do something that they love, don't start it with me and my concerns. Oh, I mean, it reminds me I want to log roll two things this week. But um, no, honestly, if you're really asking is like, I would deal with the kid because there was a time up until even like just slightly pre-COVID. Well, no, who am I kidding? I've always sided with the kid. I despise the history and the legacy that says you always trust authority figures more than your kid. Those people are nobody don't talk to cops and, and, and oh, you, can't your, tr- you can't trust the cops. Yeah. Uh, so there's a thing in notes about this. Yeah. Don't never talk to a cop, never. but also like understand that like pe- almost everybody's doing the best they can. And it's almost never good enough, but I am very happy to leave behind the legacy of my childhood, which is that, and the thing that I'm going to log roll in a minute is really all about this. Um, but like, it's the job of anybody older than you to tell you what to be scared about. Whether Mm. that's your older sibling, certainly a parent, a teacher, or for that matter, a cop, Their job is to instruct you on which which things you aren't scared enough about. And I I mean, show me the lie. When I was a kid, that's what everybody was, and every angry dad who was there to put themselves into every situation was constantly there to remind you that you're being scared wrong. And I hate that. (laughs) And they weren't helping. And, as we'll talk about uh, on a uh, episode of Reconcilable Differences, a very special episode that comes out this week, this is a thing that one of the several things that Syracuse and I talked about. Um, I'll give a more fulsome uh, pitch for that in a second. But in that instance, Dan, like i I'm always I, I am happy when we have a good interaction with somebody involved in the school, and just to be clear, I like my kids' school. I like the idea of the public school system here. The school board has had a few bumps along the way, yeah, but but, like, I, I want to I wanna believe in that and I want to participate in that. But, like, I, I start to feel like some homeschool Southern nut where I'm like, um, yeah, you, you, can, you can make all the rules you want. You know, sure, it's your school. But my rules will super- supersede that. Like, ultimately, I will decide when my kid's allowed to use a phone because my kid lets me know when they're allowed to use a phone in some ways. Don't stop, stop trying to insert yourself into my sensibility. Stop trying to, like, if you want to prevent a problem from happening, give an adult context for that problem. Hey, some people are really concerned because there's creepy stuff in this movie that might freak people out. We want to let you know about that. Here's three links you could go to. Here's the four, I mean, I, I can't vouch for this, but off the dome. Here's uh, what's that one site I used to love when my kid was a little? Media Matters or, uh, you know, the one, the Family News. Oh, yeah, I remember site. that one. It's not perfect, but um, gosh, I can't remember what it's called now. I used to like have a membership there, but there's like sites out there. Unfortunately, a lot of them are pretty like finger scrapey, like pseudo-Christian-y weird sites. Like, ah, you're going to learn bad things. Zombies are paid by George Soros kind of stuff. (laughs) But if you, but like, again, like, I I don't want to reveal anything here that's too personal, but every kid's got things that freak them out. Sure. Like, I I think an example, uh, an early one I learned from a friend of mine, was like, my, my friend said, my kid, we're so lucky to have friends with kids that are a little older than ours, Yeah. whether that's John Gruber's family or Matt Howie's family. There's yeah. these families where I'm like, I'm so glad I got like the inside scoop I want to expect in two years from these people. Right. But, um, but like, for example, one friend said- Has that been said, accurate? Has those predictions lined up when, some, when someone says, oh, this is what your kid's going to be like? Well, it's Does never it... going to be perfect specifically, but it's impossibly helpful generally. Yeah. So every kid might be kids can be scared of some extremely specific kinds of things. Right. Think about like the whole idea of a jump scare. Right. Like I was watching. Speaking of man, you want to stay? I, I was just thinking. I was just thinking last night. I was watching Game of Thrones again. Yeah. And thinking about how man, they really got to tell you in school, stay away from blood magic, guys. Just don't mess with it. Don't mess with blood magic. You got to no. stay away from it. Yeah. But there's a scene where a, a character. Is the recipient of blood magic, and something kind of miraculous happens, and there's a great little jump scare, stuff like that, but there there are kids who could like they could watch some like Texas chainsaw massacre ish things, but if some something moves quickly in the background, they scream and run out of the room. Yeah, my friend had a kid and and this is back to your to your previous question, like did it help? Well, what I learned was my friend's kid was very, very sensitive. To something I'd never heard about, and now I have heard about. The mm. phrase is spooky music. Oh. And it's a thing. Like, think about, like, I mean, got everything about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, but like, think about, like, like, like this cartoon character walking through the woods. Did you ever watch Over the Garden Wall? That sounds familiar to me. Oh, it's really good. There's a char- there's a character who's funny, scary, but scary in Over mm-hmm. the Garden Wall, and it fits a lot of these rules of like I don't want to be surprised by a big toothy growling thing all of yeah, a sudden, yeah. But scary music that like think about like the the low strings, like lo, 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 kind of like suspenseful music, and this kid who could see, experience, cognitize different kinds of scary things would hear low strings and just like have to run out of the room Mm. so here's to your point no my kid didn't have that but my kid had things that were way weirder than that in some ways there's a way to tell somebody about that there was a time when i was in kindergarten 1972 and at the time this thing happened that was so strange yeah and i didn't revisit this moment in my in my life until the last 10 years to really reprocess what happened Mm. And how wrong my apprehension was. And that was that at snack time in kindergarten. You know, it's all about socialization, following rules. It was a good class, good class. But anyway, you line up, it's time for snack. And somebody stands by this fridge and like hands you, um, I believe it was a... Banana, I want to mm-hmm. say. Yeah, Doesn't matter. For the sake of the story, all you need to know is of the t- probably 20 kids, it was the 70s, we had money, 20-some <laughs> kids in this public school kindergarten. Everybody's going to get this same piece of hand fruit except for Julie Schlesinger who stood next to the kindergarten teacher. she clearly been like set aside as an example. Uh-huh. She was, I just, I'll never, she was such a sweet girl and she was sobbing. Her whole face was red. She was just, Because I don't know if she was allergic to bananas. Let's just say she didn't like bananas. So she had to stand next to the teacher while the teacher handed out some piece of hand fruit to every kid in the class except for her. And then at the very end, because she was a weirdo, she got a different kind of hand fruit. Mm. And that happened every day. That's what that kid could look forward to as a five-year-old. Okay, well... Had you ever heard of a peanut allergy in 1972? No. Had you ever heard of a shrimp or uh, seafood whatever it is? No. I had my ex used to be allergic to Dutch chocolate milk and penicillin, extremely specific. Yeah, but really very. really good to know. But what were the allergies of childhood? Title. The allergies of childhood were generally like pretty benign, and now we know the peanut thing is real, guys. The dairy thing is real, guys. Yeah, that's real. Julie Schlesinger today, could you imagine a kid who had to stand there in a school while everybody got a peanut snack but them? They wouldn't let you bring peanuts on a plane anymore because they're so, it's real. It happens. It's real. But I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is everybody is different. Everybody does have special things. But... To, uh, I need a better word for this, it's not actionable, that's a legal term. To make this something I can do something about, I need you to frame, just do a little bit of the cognitive load for me. When you hand me this thing about Dr. Strange, like, why are you telling me this and what do you think I need to do about it? And you know, I, I mean, like, and there's extreme examples of this, like, oh, I just, like for example, I just upgraded 1Password. One of the things I was going to talk about today. And it very intelligently sends me an email if it detects a new login. Same as Netflix, same as Plex, all these things, send me a, uh, an email to say, or Dropbox, hey, it looks like there's a new login at thus and such city, thus and such thing. If that's you, you don't need to do anything about it. And if it's not you, here, click here to do something about it. Yeah, do something. It. Now, is that perfect implementation? Almost certainly not, because that's a good way to fish people, I'm sure. Whatever. But the point is, that is the most specific unlike the many 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 things where I never asked to be on an email list I am grateful for that kind of email if it's if it's real yeah like I, it drives me nuts that I have never intentionally clicked a box to get on an email list in my entire life no. and yet I still I signed up for this new bike app and of course now I'm on their like blast list three times Ugh, a day yeah. right but that's such a pure kind of email that it's obviously As much as they try to write it like it's from a person, it's not from a person. It's actually got a do not, one of those annoying do not reply addresses. It's a piece of pure action. It's like, here's some information, and here's an option for action. The information is, we just detected something. I mean, Synology does this now. With Active Insight, uh, Synology will let you know if it detected what it considers a weird login at a weird time. Um, That's great. So, information. This thing just happened. Option for action do you want to do something as a result of that? I'm not saying everything needs to be like this. But, and I'm not even yelling at your school, and I'll probably eventually see Dr. Strange, but I just, it's it's symptomatic to me, and the reason it's setting me off at length instead of letting me get to my log rolling and my link suggestions, is that it's frustrating to me because for, what is it now, if you include preschool, for the vast majority of my life, I've had... I've been, let's just put it this way, I've been the recipient of so many extremely bad mass emails um, of uh, very, uh, very, very, uh, who is it for? The email I get the most, Dan, is that Spanish Club is not taking place this week. Oh, man. Now, ask me if my kid is in Spanish Club. Spoiler, my kid is not in Spanish Uh. Club. But that's because everybody gets that, Yeah. right? Yeah. Or like during COVID, you would get those incredibly like overworked emails that were obviously like total legalese about like your, oh, yeah. your safety is very important to us. And like now we get an email when our kids once again had close proximity to somebody who's got COVID. Yeah. But it's all, it's in this mushy mouth. We ask that everybody please do your tests, you know, before you come in tomorrow, tests were sent home last week. Oh, this is all really helpful. This is either something like you don't need to be told about or it's something where you will be able to do very little about it. Right. And I'm not, I don't mean to criticize overworked in this instance, especially overworked people with a great heart who are doing their best to like help society and kids. But what I am saying is no matter how good your heart is, you must all try harder to communicate clearly and unambiguously, and it it must be clear why you are sending this to me right now, and what you think I might want or need to do about it. Like it's it's 2022, 2022, and I still have to say this. 2022. So what's happening is is your kid gonna go? To, is this is this? Well, I I I'm trying to figure out. Oh, so you said eighth grade. So this would be your son. Your son. Yeah, will go with his mother. Is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it has you know. Is he freaked out about, because he's so freaked out about uh, Dr. Strange and his blood magics? No. Hmm. No. He's not freaked out at all. He is not worried at all. Nothing to worry
0: about? No. All right. No. <laughs> but it's just, it's like, when we were kids, nobody warned us about anything.
1: You'd go and you'd well, watch it. A- us. Ab- they scared us about a lot of things, for sure. But we, we specifically, you mean like there was less like uh, monitoring of yeah, what we, we should you be just, worried about? You just
0: go and see a movie. You know, it's, it looks like a scary movie. Gonna, it's going to be a scary movie. Yeah, I guess. It was just I don't a know part of it.
1: I just, I mean, it's it, the, the the part that makes me do, makes me really feel like I'm. I know we're not supposed to say this, but there's not a better word. The thing that makes me feel crazy is that I realize, you know, it sounds like you're being one of those basic internet pedants. When you say stuff like, so what do you want me to do about this email? You could be blah, blah, blah. You sound like one of those, like, well, actually, it's a republic, not a democracy. Actually, Mm -hmm. it's this kind of, it's not a gun, it's a firearm. Those kind of people. It's a cartridge, not a bullet. You sound like that kind of pedant. But... I, th- I don't think that's correct, uh, obviously. I think I'm not being a pedantic at all. You thought this was important enough to clog up the email inboxes of all these different people, so you must have thought you either had to send it for some legal reason or, like, you thought it would be useful, whatever. You thought this should go out to people. So I'm going to take it on good faith that you want something to change in the world mm-hmm. as a result of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I do take you at your word on that, then I think it's not unfair at all for me to say, well, when you're communicating, even at that particular level of scale, if you're sending this out to 20 people, let alone 500 people, boy, you could sweat this so much more to just do the basic work. I don't know. It just bugs me, Dan. It's, It's what Syracuse calls the plumber problem, where you can't appreciate a movie that's about something you know a lot about because, you know, sort of like the welder doing his review of uh, Flashdance on Letterman. No. And like, for me, being the partic- this particular email guy, it just, it, I've had this in my bones for so long. I can't imagine sending an email to that many people that's that pointless, and then a second email that says, whoops, forgot the link. It's like, measure 11 times, then decide if you should even talk about cutting. Yeah. Like, you yeah. should sweat that in, in my case, in drafts for so long. N- not just pop it open in your busted-ass school CMS. See, now I'm just angry. I gotta go. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna log-roll two things and I'll leave the links in and we'll call it done. Alright, I mean, I'm okay with that. I got it's, off my track. Yeah. Well, um, this is... Uh, the stuff that I was just talking about, this will make more sense if you're a listener of Reconcilable Differences, but we do a, a member episode once a year where we invite people on. I'm not gonna spoil the surprise of who are who visited with us this year, but as a result of that, this week, Syracuse and I ended up answering some questions uh, from someone in particular about, mostly about parent stuff. Mm. I'm not here to say this is gonna be the most useful thing. Well, John's stuff is good, my stuff is fine. I like it because I like any opportunity to say things I didn't realize I felt as strongly as I do. And I treasure that opportunity. It's one reason I love this show is the chance for me to like, go. oh my God, did he just do 20 minutes on the kind of emails that schools send? Yeah, because if you don't think that matters, well, this isn't the show for you. No. I can't I can't make you care about your life. No. I mean, otherwise I'd be rich as croesus. Yeah. But, um, but in that instance, so we talked about stuff like that. And that theme, that's one thing that really popped out was this theme of like, staying out of your kid's way, but also not feeling the need to make a rule for everything because then you have to enforce a rule for everything. Otherwise, the rule had no point. And just that was such a kind of a little, well, medium-sized important breakthrough for me title was going, God, that was really true. Like almost all the adults in my life either existed as like keening, falling apart emotional characters, to, to get me scared about life because of their traumas. Right. Or it was bossy, mostly men, who were there to exercise control over the world, and me in particular, by policing what I was scared about and how, how well I was pulling it off. And could they trust that? Think about how much advice from the 60s, 70s, 80s even, comes down to, can I count on you to be scared of the same shit when I'm not here with you? Mm-hmm. Where that's crossing the street or doing drugs or whatever. But it's really about the cultural installation of fear title. And I hate it. And I think we need to stop doing it and we can't stop doing it till we, we become aware how much of the fabric of society, uh, torn from the headlines, Dan, Mm. stuff happening this week that involves somebody telling you, I don't know. Anyway, that was important. So anyway, reconcilable Differences, uh, you can check it out, relay.fm and, um, then I got a bunch of links that I don't really have time to get into. Maybe I have to pick out one I'm very excited about. I'm going to leave these in here in case you guys want to go through them. Stop the madness. Oh god, that keeps getting better. I had questions about your brownies. Stop the madness. Yeah, 1Password8, you know? Uh, boy, I really like it. I was supposed to hate it, but I really like it. You don't You don't have to hate. Oh my god, it's so good. They've added so much nice stuff to Should it. I updated, or...? I don't know, I mean... Check for updates. Well, you are I mean, no, 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 you gotta go to the website. You can get 1Password okay. But, website. like, you know, remember everybody's all worried, oh, it's going to be Electron, it won't be any fun, and this shows they don't like Mac people, and all they want is money and stuff, true. but... True, true, they hate us. But it's got a lot of neat stuff. Um, where do inc- I get the new one? Where do I get it? Well, you could check show notes where I put a link to it, it would be oh. one. Um, <clears throat> but, like, for example, like, one, like, uh, this is not a problem, but I don't know if there's a setting on my part, but for as long as I can remember, if I hit Command, Whatever that slash is. Yeah. It unlocks, tells me to unlock one password and enters the username and password, but it doesn't like automatically like enter it. I had to do that with return. Now you can go too far with that. There was a time when Firefox got a little greedy about how aggressively it would fill everything in everywhere, but you get true autofill now. Like for one thing, and I don't know if it's just me or other people get this too, but if I hit command slash, it drops in those creds and basically moves to the next, the results page. One that's really, really neat, and I'm looking forward to exploring more, you've always had access to your 1Password stuff via things like Launch Bar or whatever. So if you wanted to drill down and get to a specific login, but now they've done their own version of a Spotlight or Launch Bar like search, and it's pretty neat. So in my case now, I think it's Command-Shift-Space it brings up a 1Password, you know, like Spotlight or launch bar, brings up that little bar, right. you start typing and it yeah. says, oh, do you want to enter this in on the website? Do you want to capture just the username? Do you want the password? Do you want this? Do you want just your, your, your two-factor code? Like, but it becomes this control panel for quickly getting to whatever it is you want to do. And it works in places like Zoom too. Mm-hmm. It now works with apps as well as websites, oh. which is pretty, pretty cool. Um, Also things about Richard Feynman, a wonderful uh, kids' education series he did, Uh, this SEO site, but it includes a bunch of Google search operators people probably don't know about. Did you know that dot dot still works? Did you know that that still works on Google? If you go and you say nirvana dot dot, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. You say nirvana, and let's say you put nirvana in quotes, that ensures it's on the page. Um, all those old ones, all those old Google Hacks ones, they still exist, mostly. Some have been slightly deprecated, but all in title, you know, all in URL, all, all in anchor. That stuff all exists, but one that's still really useful, let's say you go and you say, in quotes, Nirvana, and then you say 1989 dot dot And it'll find Nirvana and dates b- between those two points, dot dot, as in find inside this range. They still do that on Google. It's still there, baby. I've always found that very helpful. Uh, I finally loaded up all Apple's uh, SF fonts. They're amazing. I made a funny little Cone Brothers joke yesterday. Or, sorry, uh, last week, where I did a joke about uh, raising Arizona. Yeah. And I used SF for the font on it. Yeah. God, SF is so freaking pretty. It's a giant family. It's got gajillions of glyphs. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best one. But what do you think What do you think about New York? Uh, it's fine. So they th- New York is their... Well, New York obviously used to be T-H-E, Serif font, before Palatino took over. But yeah. New York is back. And uh, you, do you like the way it looks? I'm not sure if I like the way it looks.
0: Uh, it's, you know, it's fine. It's
1: close to like a charter, a little bit. Yeah. But SF, man, the SF fonts, woof. Oh, this isn't didn't turn out the way I expected. Um... Oh, and more on severance. Dan, please check a link in notes. Uh, and any of y'all who've been joining us for the uh, severance journey, please check out the link in notes to a wonderful, um, I mean, it's very like, you know, edited within an inch of its life, but um, a quote unquote interview with the prop supervisor on severance and how she chose certain things. How I've she got to read that. Did certain things, basically how they made Rickon's book where they actually wrote, like, oh, 80 pages of a book. Really? Yeah, they're going to put it out. According to Michael Chernis' account, they're going to, like, I think, put it out as a book. But anyway, if you enjoy Severance and you like that stuff, like, did anybody ever notice? And I learned this from probably Snell. Did you ever notice that the four desks of the, uh, in the um, data refinement, that they're yeah, all yeah. on this central post, all hang off this? I did. They only t- like touch like the floor little little at one point. Middle cluster. And they're really, really costly. Okay, last one. and And then we're going to leave. Is that okay? Yeah. Guess what? Guess what's unusual about that keyboard? Apart from that boss um, mouse ball. What? There's no escape key. There's no escape. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. How cool is that? Oh, I love that. Okay, let's button this up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.